The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Joel Meyer, how you doing, bud? Oh, I'm tired, Ryan. Um, it's been an exhausting week. Got some time off though coming up. Uh, but last night uh, I was involved in um, a few drinky, a few drinky poos with uh, Beijing Wings. One of our favorite listeners. Uh, he's just an he's an expat, American expat, Wings fan, of course. Um, from Michigan, out in uh, stranded in Beijing. There, hence his name. Um, we were just talking about the uh, the harmful effects of the professionalization of sport and all that kind of thing. Anyway, it, it went along and then I ended up only sleeping a few hours. Uh, and when you're drunk and you only have a few hours of sleep, that's a bad combination. So I'm not in the best state of mind right now. But <laughs> we had a whole uh, lot of hockey coming up tomorrow. So uh, I'll have to get my mind right and have an early night's sleep tonight. Yeah, I mean, whatever's going on, it doesn't matter. We power through and uh, come come to you with the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good tonight. Uh, my Sixers just won. There was a boost for uh, Embiid to have 30 points, 11 rebounds, and Sixers to win to plus 760. So I, I, I hit on that, so I'm feeling good. I had uh, Villanova under 71.5 in a parlay, a boost there. They ended up with 71 points. So a uh, pretty, pretty good night here without having any hockey yet till the uh, Kings-Canucks game just started Let's about go. 10 minutes College ago. College basketball. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And you can always check out all those sports. We got the World Cup coming up uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Also, make sure you check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Um, plenty of new and old and disguised faces in there we're learning, but always a good time throwing some bets around, some live action, and uh, just get different kind of perspectives that you don't get maybe from anywhere else, especially with Twitter potentially dying. Make sure you do join the discord, but if you are on Twitter, you can follow the hockey Gaming podcast at hockey SGPN. And also make sure you are subscribed, follow rate review, all that good stuff to the podcast, search for the hockey gambling podcast on your preferred preferred podcast platform. Uh, a short link for Apple is sg.pn slash hockey. A short link for Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey. S. Uh, yeah, we got a uh, huge 15-game slate here on Saturday. You got anything Anything you want to talk about before we just get right into this? I got nothing. Uh, I said the last episode, I added Adam Fox and Norris. I found a 9-1, to one, so I recommend that. Uh, nobody else is really standing in other than Eric Carlson, but uh, he's on the Sharks, and they're not going to come near to the playoffs, so that's serious disadvantage there. Plus, there's the East Coast bias, of course, so uh, New York Rangers there. Adam Fox, I think that's a good bet uh, if you could find him 8-1 to one or better. Yeah, I, I actually did want to talk about Carlson because he's he's second in points behind Connor McDavid. His he's still fourteen to one to win the Norris. 
Um, I'm calculating his pace right now. He's on pace. <laughs> he's on pace for 120 points, which if, if he got that, he would definitely win it. I think if he gets 100, he has to be at least in the conversation. So it may be worth sprinkling plus 1400. But yeah, if, if the Sharks are out of it, I don't know if the voters would give it to him. Although there's some talk about, you know, him being traded. I could see him being traded. There was some talk about him going back to Ottawa. I don't know if they can fit his uh, contract. Pretty big contract. So He'll probably be stuck in San Jose where he won't win any more awards. But yeah, all right. Let's um, first of all, let's thank our sponsor, WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, you ready to get into this uh, big 15-game slate here on Saturday? Let's fucking give her, bud. All right, uh, only two day games here. Starting off one o'clock slate here, we got the New Jersey Devils at the Ottawa Senators. The game itself is in Ottawa. Devils favorites here, minus 145. Senators are plus 125. Over under here at six and a half, over minus 125, under plus 105. Um, I'm kind of confused by this line. I got this earlier today when it opened up a little bit. I got the Devils at minus 120. I would still take them at minus 145. I mean, they've won. Have they won 11 straight now or, or just 10? They've, they've won a bunch in a row. 11 now. 11 now, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're on fire. They're good devils. They they live in fire. So, 7-1 on the road, one eleven in a row, one in Toronto, big overtime win there. Uh, Ottawa finally got back on track at home against Buffalo, but this is going to be another thing coming for them. I could see another game like the Devils had in Montreal where we thought, you know, maybe – Montreal will be able to hang with them a little bit, but the Devils pulled away 5-1. So uh, I'm on the Devils, minus 120. I would still play this, minus 145, maybe even up to minus 150, minus 160. Um, I was trying to look at a team total for the Devils, but over 3.5 is like minus 130, so that's barely even worth it. But I, I do like the uh, first period over 2 at plus 112. Uh, there's been two or more goals in 10 of 17 Devils first period and 10 of 16 Senators, so I could see this being a uh, few goals scored early and just Devils kind of cruise a little bit. Yeah, I was also on that early steam of the Devils. I only got minus 124, but uh, we're both on the right side here. The much better team. Uh, minus 145, I think, is still cheap for them. Just uh, Situationally, it's a bit concerning. You know, after beating the Leafs, it's always a big jubilation. Nobody wants to um, lose to them, and... Uh, Conversely, if you beat them, you might be a little fat and happy, as we say around here. Uh, but meanwhile, the Senators, I, do you know the status of Thomas Shabbat? Is he back? I yet? think I, know I saw that he's out. That, that was one thing I, I didn't okay. even mention. It looks like he's out until late November with a concussion. 
Oh right, yeah. Then no way am I taking the Sens. You're all all Devils. Uh, Sens have terrible defense, even with Shabbat in the lineup. And without him, uh, I don't know who they're gonna use to fill those minutes. He was uh, hogging like 30 minutes a game before he got hurt. So yeah, give me the Devils here, minus 145. Very cheap, even though the situation isn't ideal. Yeah, I think Jake Sanderson has taken his spot on the uh, top unit. So maybe look at him for a uh, shot on goal or, or a point prop or something. To, uh, there's good value there. All right, the other uh, day game here is at four o'clock. We got the uh, rematch, the, the the trade, the trade battle here. Calgary Flames at the Florida Panthers. Fl- Panthers are minus one thirty. Flames are plus one ten. Over under is six and a half. Over at minus one fifteen. Under minus one hundred five. Who do you think is going to win this one, Joel? Ah, uh, Flames disappointed me earlier uh, with the the Lightning game. They did not show up for that one. Uh, meanwhile, the Panthers, they lost a shootout to the Stars. They kind of tried to come back, but they were they were never really in that one, losing 6-4, 7-4, something like that. Um, but I think the Flames are the better team here. So uh, plus 110, I think I think I got to take them with the Panthers. Um, uh, they're not, they, don't have, they don't have quite the same home ice advantage they did last year, uh, losing a bunch of games at home now. So, yeah, I like the Flames here, plus 110. I know I'm always in the Flames, and I'm going to keep riding the Flames. Uh, it's It's... When the fuck are they going to play a bad team? Like every freaking time we're talking about the Flames in this close game against a great team, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle there. But uh, as long as they they keep uh, their heads above water here, they can pull out um, in the second half of the season against what should be a very easy schedule. So look out for Flames futures. I've been gobbling them up uh, meanwhile. So uh, yeah, I think the Flames are are uh, still a big contender in the West. Um, and then this game, I think, is a is a good bounce back spot for them. Uh, yeah, we'll see if Markstrom can can uh, keep up his play. I think he was okay in, in the last game there um, against the Lightning. So, yeah, give me the Flames here, plus one ten. Yeah, I'm on the other side of here. I got Florida at minus one thirty two, still there, at, right there at minus one thirty. I, I think just at home after a loss, they should be able to bounce back. They're five two and one at home. Calgary is a uh, one three and one on the road. Like, like you said, though, they're they're playing a bunch of great teams, and they have to kind of get past some of those teams sometime. But I think you know both teams are going to be amped up for this game. But I think Florida, just on, on home ice, is what I'm going to go with. So I'm on Florida minus one thirty. Going down to the seven o'clock slate here, we got the Chicago Blackhawks at the Boston Bruins. Uh, huge favorites here. The game itself is in uh, Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins minus 425. Puck line minus one and a half is minus 145. Blackhawks plus 340. Over under is at six. Over minus 115. Under minus 105. Uh, I'm just going to keep it simple here. I, I did it for the last Bruins game against the Flyers. I'm taking Bruins on the puck line uh, minus 145. Uh, now 11 of their 15 wins have been by two or more goals, I'm pretty sure. Chicago has has not been good. Lost 5-2. Uh, to St. Louis, three nothing Carolina, four nothing Winnipeg. So they should, but be an easy win here for Boston, who's just been kind of incredible defensively, haven't allowed more than two goals in a game in their past six or six or seven seven games here. So I was looking at a Blackhawks team total under, but under two and a half is minus two hundred. So just give me the Bruins here on the puck line minus one forty five. Also, don't hate the uh, Bruins first to win first period and to win in regulation at plus one thirty. I think as long as they can score in the first period, that should get done uh, pretty easily. Unlike the Flames, the Bruins have had an extremely easy schedule so far. They are uh, number uh, 
they're the second easiest schedule according to hockeyreference.com and uh they they get another cupcake here with the blackhawks who are uh, kind of falling off a bit they had a nice start to the season but they've lost a bunch of games now so they're kind of falling back to their level much like a few of the other teams around like your like your flyers there um but uh, yeah, the Bruins. I think are going to get caught by one of the one of these one of these dogs. It hasn't happened yet, but I I don't have a, a strong feel on this one. Maybe the uh, team total over for the Bruins. Um, with the Blackhawks' uh, lack of defense and uh, average at best goaltending, I don't even know if it's can be called that. I think it's it's pretty bad actually. Uh, to, uh, I don't have a strong feel in this game. Minus four twenty five. What do you expect me to do? Uh, yeah, Bruins team total. If you had to make me play it, but I, yeah, I think the Bruins are going to get caught by one of the one of these uh, sneaky teams. You know, they they might be uh, feeling good uh, at the top of the league, and they they might get caught by one of these little minnows. I have a feeling something's coming up like that, especially if they uh, they just they keep playing them. I, mean, I don't know what's happening uh, with their back half of the schedule, but earlier on. Bruins are, are getting to play a bunch of cupcakes. So, yeah, I don't have a great play on this one. Yeah, you think they might falter sometime. And and, and against the Flyers, it, it was a close game for a while. It was uh, 2-1 in the third period. So, you know, maybe if, if you think that's going to happen, I mean, plus 340 is kind of insane odds for, for any hockey team. But, all right, moving to the uh, 7 o'clock game again, we have the Colorado Avalanche at the Washington Capitals. Avalanche minus 135, Capitals plus 115, over-under at 6.5, over plus 100, under minus 120. How are those abs looking, Joel? Well, we'll get into it when we recap our locks in the next show. But uh, the uh, needless to say, the Avs actually got crushed by the Hurricanes in the last one. They were extremely lucky to win that one in OT. Um, but I mean, you know, the Capitals, they're, they're not very good either. They, they, like we keep saying, they're, they're, they're shelled themselves, punch injuries all over the place. And, uh, Ovechkin is not really carrying the team. So, uh, you gotta go with the abs here at minus 135, uh, uh big win against the Canes there. And, uh, Pavel Francis was unreal. It'll be Georgiev and net, I imagine for this one. Avs, of course, are banged up as well, but we already knew that coming in. And uh, they, they, they got the, the higher-end talent still with Cam McCarr, McKinnon, Rantanen, etc. So I, I like the Avs here at only minus 135 against the uh, depleted Capitals team that are um, on the ropes. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Avs minus 135 has to be a play. They just keep they keep finding ways to win. I'm not sure how they how they beat uh, Carolina there in Carolina, but, but they got it done, and Another side of things, Washington finds ways to lose. They outshot uh, St. Louis 51-24 and, and lost that one, much like opposite of, of Colorado. Um, I mean, they're coming back home. Maybe they'll get a, a jolt there, but they're still only 5-3-1 and one at home. Colorado 5-3-0 on the road. So I think getting the reigning Stanley Cup champs, even with a few injuries at only minus 135 against this Capitals team that is still more beat up than the, than the Avs are. I think you, you have to take that one. Right, then we have the uh, Buffalo Sabres at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Leafs, big favorites here, minus 255. On the puck line, they're minus 120. Sabres are plus 215. Over-under is at 6.5. Over minus 120. Under is plus 100 here. Um, yeah, the Sabres have just completely fallen off. They've lost seven in a row. Haven't really They had a chance against Ottawa, against Vancouver. I mean, it's not great teams here. They lost to the Coyotes, so... And the Leafs are looking like 
they're finding themselves a little bit. One, two of the past three lost in overtime to the Devils last time out. Uh, Buffalo did win three of the four meetings last season, if that means anything at all. So I'd maybe lean their way at plus 215 or see if that gets a little bit higher. But I would also look to the under, as we talked about last show. You guys pointed out that Leafs are playing a lot of under games recently. Buffalo also hasn't really been scoring too many goals. So I could see the under here as as a better play. And then if you want to take a side, I would just sprinkle the underdog. I'm right there with you. The Sabres, of course, like you said, are on a bad losing streak. But the best way to get around that is to play the Leafs, a team they usually play up for. And I expect them to get up for this one. Uh, even without the losing streak, they, they do that. So this is a great game to wake them up. Jolt of caffeine or your drug of choice. Uh, Sabres a plus 215, I think, is a decent play. But I'm going to wait. I think that the Leafs get the money and you'll get a better number on the Sabres uh, closer to game time. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the Leafs are a much superior team. They're getting some good goal tending from Matt Murray coming off of his injury. But, uh, yeah, it, I think that this could be a coin flip game almost uh, with the Sabres uh, in a rivalry spot with uh, a bunch of um, angry, angry kids, uh, mad at their game. I don't know. I don't know if they're angry, but, uh, they, 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 like you said, they won three of the four matchups last year. They, they, they clearly, this game means more to them than it does the Leafs. The Leafs, uh, they do overlook these kinds of teams. So, I uh, plus two fifteen. I don't mind that, but like I said, I'm going to wait for a better number and come in on the blades. All right. Yeah. That, that, that's a good call there. And moving down to the seven o'clock spot again, we have the, uh, the my Philadelphia Flyers here at the Montreal Canadiens. Canadians minus 130. Flyers are plus 110. Over renders at six. Overpaying off minus 120. The under is plus 100. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, what to do here. The Flyers have lost five in a row. They could lose many more in a row if they don't win this one because their schedule coming up is pretty brutal. Uh, Travis Konechny left the last game with a hand injury. He's questionable for tomorrow. They already have a bunch of injuries. So if you have to go anyway, you, you have to go with Montreal. You know, they did they couldn't get it done against Columbus, but I mean, they got their team total over three and a half for me. So maybe look at a Montreal team total, but also Carter Hart's playing out of his mind. It still has a 925 save percentage. So I, I would just go Montreal a slight lean here. I don't really have a strong play for either side or total, but I, I just lean to the Habs just because the Flyers are are really bad. Yeah, I'm more of a I have a stronger play on this uh, game. The the Habs are the side, I believe. The Flyers, uh, you know, with John Tortorella, they that kind of team that requires winning games in order to make that hard work pay off. And if you're losing games, the players kind of get tired of being yelled at, getting bag skated and uh, all that hard work. And it's not paying off on the, on the windsheet. So it, it wears on those guys. So yeah, they get, they had a nice start. They rolled their momentum, but meanwhile, they're getting crushed. Like they were the bottom two in the league in terms of the uh, Corsi four expect goals for all that stuff. Uh, Carter Hart's been carrying them. Uh, meanwhile, the, the Habs are actually uh, almost close to average. They're below average, but uh, a lot better than they were expected. I think they were the third worst team in terms of the regular season points totals. So the Habs are definitely overachieving, but uh, that's because they have a, a, a good coach and uh, some young talent there who are coming together. They, they're playing like a team. So I like them at minus 130. Flyers are uh, 
I think that the the Tortorella thing will will wear off in time as we're already seeing, and we might yet catch our under points total <laughs> on them after all. After it looked pretty bleak uh, uh, when they won those early games, and Carter Hart can't play like this forever. Um, almost no goalie can. So, yeah, I like the Habs here at only minus one thirty, especially on a hockey night in Canada night at the Bell Center. Yeah, Flyers are still at a five hundred point percentage, so they're on pace for. 80, uh, 82 points, but it looks like they'll be they'll be going down given looking at their schedule coming up and just knowing what kind of team they are. So so hopefully that'll be able to uh, to cash for us later in the season. Another barn burner here, seven o'clock. We got the Detroit Red Wings at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Red Wings minus one forty, Blue Jackets plus one twenty. Over under six and a half, both paying off minus one ten. Uh, you got a feel for this one? Yeah, I like the Penguins. Uh... Jets are they're they're a tough team to cap for me. No, this is this is the the Red Wings Blue Jackets. Did I did, oh. I, did I misspeak or did... no no that's probably me. Um, <laughs> Red Wings Blue Jackets. Oh yeah, uh, Blue Jackets are still a fate team. I know they've won a couple of games, but they still got those injuries. Um, was it Boone, Boone Jenner and Patrick Laine, Wierenski obviously out for the season. Uh, I like I like the ring. There we go again with the fucking rings. <laughs> the the wet ones. I don't know what's got in me. Can't say their damn name. Uh, but yeah, they are the better team. And uh, although Corpus Hall is actually been playing some decent goaltending for the Jackets, uh, that that win against the Habs there. Um, yeah, I I, I got to go with the ring. Fuck me, man. <laughs> I got like Tourette's or something. I don't know. Okay, Detroit Red Wings are going to win this game. <laughs> Minus 140, that's the play. Blue Jackets are shite. And the over six and a half here is also a good bet uh, with um, uh, neither team playing particularly good defense. And, yeah, Billy Huso's been good. Corpus Hall, I guess, has been better than Merzlikens. But uh, still, it's a Blue Jackets game. You know the play. It's over. Yeah, I don't have uh, too much to add there. Oh, I want to mention on the uh, Detroit Sharks game last night, Thursday night, I had a uh, big uh, DraftKings or unnamed DFS uh, app. Big win there. Went one on a uh, quite a bit there. So it was, it was good to see uh, Detroit also win that one. But yeah, I, I'm also on Detroit. I got a minus one, 125 earlier. I'd still take a minus 140, minus 150. Columbus has one, three, or four, but you mentioned their injuries, just line A, uh, Varensky, Voracek, a bunch of those guys. And Detroit, they're 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 a sneaky team. They're a pesky team. They put up seven in San Jose, as I mentioned. So, yeah, I'm on Detroit here, and I also do like the over six and a half at only minus 110. Both of these are over teams so far, especially Columbus. They just have four straight overs, uh, six of the past seven. So should be a high-scoring game with Detroit coming out on top. Now going down to the final 7 o'clock game, we have those Pittsburgh Penguins at the Winnipeg Jets. Penguins are minus 120, road favorites. Jets plus 100, over under 6.5, minus 105. Or over is minus 105, under is minus 115. I'll throw this one back to you. Yeah, like I said, give me the Penguins here. Uh, Just uh, the better team. The Jets are are playing up, new coach and all that. They're buying in, but there's still uh, a lot of question marks on the back end. Uh, giving up a lot of chances against, and uh, they kind of being carried by Connor Hellbuck. We'll see if the Penguins roll to Smith here, which I expect they will. He's just been the, the better goaltending so far this season. Um, yeah, minus 120 here. I, I, I make this more like minus 145. So give me the Pens uh, to to win this game here. Even no, no, how can I count the game? 
I know I don't like to fade these Canadian home teams. They do tend to play better in these these primetime spots, but it's Sidney Crosby. He he's the primetime king, so uh, I expect that to negate that advantage somewhat. But uh, yeah, just power ratings wise, Penguins are the much better team. So at minus one twenty, I gotta go with them. Yeah, anytime we talk about a Winnipeg game, we, we say we don't know really how they're winning. It's just it's it seems to just be Hellebuck and nine thirty five save percentage. Uh, it's a it's the first half of back to back for Pittsburgh. They play in Chicago on Sunday, so I, I can see them going either way for that one. Maybe save Jari to play against the Blackhawks and hopefully get his confidence back up. But I'm I'm on the Jets. I, I think Winnipeg at home. They're six and one. Pittsburgh on the road. Or Pittsburgh on the road, yeah, four, five, and two. So they have not been as good on the road or as good overall. So I, I'll take Winnipeg here as a home, even money. Just sprinkle that and and see if uh, they can get it done at home. All right. Speaking of uh, getting it done, why don't you get some uh, of your holiday shopping done with the SGPN merch store? SGPN merch store has, has uh, plenty of of great stuff here. Uh, plenty of good stuff to look at. There's the uh, Let It Ride um, ugly sweater thing. There's a hockey game podcast snapback. There's the there's all, all sorts of stuff there. So you make sure you you check it out. Uh, it's a perfect stocking stuffer for the DJ in your life. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code Dallas Sucks. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup free roll. There's $250 in cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SJPN app. And make sure to check out all the World, World Cup content on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Right, moving down here to the 8 o'clock sl- slot, we have Tampa Bay Lightning at the Nashville Predators. Lightning are minus 125. Predators, home underdogs, plus 105. Over-under is at 6, over minus 120. Under plus 100 here. Um, this is one of my my games here that I'm not sure what to make of too much. They both won three in a row. Nashville's been showing out at home, 5-3-1. and one. Tampa's not been too good on the road, uh, just 4-4. Four and four. So I maybe take the value on the home dog, even though I think Tampa Bay is the better team. They beat Calgary, beat Dallas, beat, beat Washington. But Nashville's been beating some good teams at home, too, at, at just picking prices. So I could see them... Getting it done at plus 105, that's the way I would lean. Um, I also like the over one and a half in the first period at minus 135. They've both gone over in 11 of 17 of their first periods and six and seven of their last 10. So I could see this being a, a relatively high-scoring game, maybe maybe not overall, but but these teams do tend to uh, come out fast. So I do like Nashville plus 105. Haven't bet that yet. Might might sprinkle it tomorrow, but I have bet the first period over one and a half at minus 135. Yeah, tough game to call for me as well. Been fading the Preds lately. Hasn't been working out so great. Been fading the Lightning too. That's been okay. Um, but yeah, the, I think the Preds win this one again. So Give me them at home, plus 105 if I had to pick something in this one. Uh, small lean to the over, over 6, minus 120. I know Soros and Vaslavski have been playing a bit better lately, but uh, these are still two, two over teams uh, over the course of the season. So I, I like a lot of goals scored in this one. Um, but if I had to pick a side, give me the Predators here. Just, uh, they have a good home, home ice advantage. And, um, yeah, they're, they're playing a bit better now after, after coming home from – uh, Europe and all that that slow start that that kind of put a 
uh, kink in the uh, the chain there uh, messed up their scheduling. I don't know what it was, but they didn't play well on their road trip. But now coming home, they're getting back into the groove, uh, into a routine. So plus one hundred five. Okay, I'll take the Preds here if uh, you made me play this one and uh, lean to the over six as well. All right, another 8 o'clock game here. we got the Anaheim Ducks at the St. Louis Blues. Blues big favorites, minus 225. Uh, Blues on the puck line is plus 110. Ducks on the money line, plus 190. Over-under at 6. Seeing more 6s here in the, in the total slot. Over is minus 125. Under is plus 105. You got a uh, strong lean for this one? Uh, kind of leaning to the... No. No. <laughs> I. This is another one that's... that's bemusing to me um i'm gonna go with the the blues here they're they're what are they on a five game win streak now mm-hmm. um yeah the ducks are bad one of the worst teams in the league so far and their their power play is just brutal like i said the last episode and their their goaltending is not much better so yeah give me the blues here especially if they start bennington they can uh fortify their home ice there they, they are a good home team i think uh uh, maybe in the regulation there at uh, minus 155 would be my guess. <laughs> I'm not looking at it right now, but it'll be around there. Uh, the Ducks, I, I yeah, they're not a good team. And the, the Blues, apparently they're a streaky team. They won like five games in a row to start the year, then they lost like nine in a row. Now they won five in a row. So, uh, yeah, I guess hockey is a game of streaks now. So give me the Blues. In regulation, I guess, if you made me play this one. But uh, once again, not confident in this one either. Yeah, Blues regulation is minus 150, so you almost nailed it there. And I'm just on Blues puck line here, plus 110. Uh, they're hot right now. They won five in a row. They scored three in the first period against Washington. Washington has the talent. They, they came back, though, in the second and third, and eventually I think that one went to a shootout. Yeah, and uh, St. Louis won that one. So if if they get a lead against this Ducks team, the, the Ducks are, are not going to come back. They They just don't have... The firepower to do that. So I like the Blues here to win by two. If you want to play it safer, go regulation. That's fine. But I, I think that they have a chance now on home ice after bl- blowing that lead against the Capitals. You know, to, to show that they're they're good. That, that that was a back-to-back game against the Caps. They were too tired in the, in the third period, as some would say. And uh, yeah, St. Louis here is is okay. Ducks on the road at two, seven and one. They've just been, been awful. They're one of the worst teams in the league, probably the worst team in the Western conference right now, even though it's head to head them versus the uh, coyotes. But yeah, St. Louis puck line plus plus one ten for me. All right. Eight o'clock uh, time slot again here. We have the Carolina hurricanes at the Minnesota wild hurricanes are minus one thirty five road favorites wild plus one fifteen. over under at six over minus one fifteen. under paying off. Minus 105. Uh, it's it's hard for me to go against my my Hurricanes, and and I think I'm gonna gonna stick with them here. They had a great showing against Colorado, outshot them 48-15. Had a power play at the end of regulation, I believe. Couldn't get it done there. Uh, Wild have now lost three in a row. Got beat 6-4 at home by the Penguins. I just think Carolina has shown that they can win at home and on the road. They're six three and one. Uh, they've been alternating back and forth wins and losses for a bit, so I think they'll be able to bounce back after a tough loss. And, and Minnesota, I they haven't played up to their potential. They haven't played what they did last year. And it says Flurry is still out, so I'm not sure who's going to be starting. Probably Gustafson for them. He's uh, 1-4-1, 3-2-0 goals against, 9-0-1 save percentage. So 
Give me the Hurricanes there to bounce back after a loss at a minus. I got a minus 124. I'd still take a minus 135. I also do like the under, uh, under six and a half or under six. Both teams are heavy under teams, even with Flurry being injured. We got a reverse of our lines that we got. You had the the Devils at minus 120. I got a minus 124. Now here I got the Canes minus 120. You got a minus 20, 124. So uh, synchronicity, I guess you could say. But yes, obviously, Canes are a much better team here. Uh, they're top two in both uh, expected goals for percentage, course for percentage, and the Wild are thoroughly average in those stats. Um, not playing up to your their potential like you said and um yeah even without freddie anderson and that rant has been been carrying the mantle there he's been okay of course you let in three goals on 15 shots against the abs that's not ideal and not too like ranting and mckinnon either it was like fucking new hook and um rodriguez maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't know uh but yeah Kansas is much better team here the wild are, are slumping they're being very mild and average so the Hurricanes will whip them up in the shape like a fucking tornado, like a <laughs> a hurricane. Uh, the, uh, what do you call them? Like uh, Hurricane Sebastian. Ajo's gonna score another goal here. Um, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna kill them. Go fucking Canes! After being mad after losing that game to the Avs, they should have crushed them. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off too. Maybe I'm just the <laughs> only one pissed off. The Canes are like whatever. Anyway, Canes are gonna win this game. While they're gonna lose, fuck the mild. Yeah, that, that was a frustrating loss for the Hurricanes. I, I, we at least hit on the under, but hitting on, hitting on the Canes would, would have been good, too, especially for your, for your luck. All right, we got our final 8 uh, o'clock game I'm here. I'm a fucking Avs fan. I'm happy they won. I'm just, well, uh, I'm, well, no, I know. I'm saying for the for, purpose for, of the show and the yeah, listeners. Yeah, from a betting standpoint, that yeah. wasn't ideal. That was one of the worst bets of the year, I imagine, if all things considered. We'll, we'll get into that next show when Aga Talon is here. All right, we got the uh, last game, 8 o'clock docket here. We got the New York Islanders at the Dallas Stars, two of uh, Joel's favorite teams here. Stars are minus 150. Islanders are plus 130. Overrunners at 6. Over minus 115. Under is minus 105. Uh, I have two nuts for this game. Uh, I say no idea and over question mark. So hopefully you have more than that. <laughs> well, I got the Stars at minus 136, I believe. It's a little higher now. I still lean that way. Um, yeah, the over six is a question mark as well. Of course, <laughs> the Islanders have turned into the uh, the opposite uh, Bizarro Isles after last year with Barry Trotz. They're giving up uh, top or worst three, uh, bottom three in terms of expected goals again. Mm-hmm. So they're not defending well, even though they have a stellar blue line with uh, Pelak, Pulak, Dobson, and uh, Romanov now there too. He's, he's Mayfield's playing there too, right? Mayfield, yeah, he's a good player. But uh, as a team, they're not really defending the net very well, but that's okay because they got Ilya Sorokin, who is uh, an awesome goalie, one of the best in the league so far this year. And uh, on the other side, Jake Ottinger is back and healthy. Uh, he's let in a bunch of goals to the Panthers, but uh, the Panthers do have some firepower, so we'll, we'll give them a little bit of a pass there. But, um, yeah, it's just about the goalies versus the teams. If it's just the teams, you, you love the over. But uh, if one of these goalies really shows up, that can uh, put a um, a damper on things. So uh, my my better play here is the Stars, a minus one fifty. Uh, like I said, the Islanders are giving up a lot of chances, and the Stars are uh, an offensive juggernaut this year too, scoring goals at will. Uh, what are they in terms of expected goals for? Let's have a look. Uh, okay, top ten. That's okay. 
they'll they'll dominate the play here. Um, Jake Ottinger in net two uh, in a goalie duel. I've got both these guys for Vesna, so hopefully it is an under. Actually, now that I mentioned that, um, but yeah, stars here minus one fifty at home. They have a decent home ice advantage, I guess. And Jason Robertson's having a hell of a year, so give me the stars. Yeah, if I had to go with the side, I'd probably go with the stars. I just don't know if minus 150 is something I'm, I'm willing to lay. So maybe I'll, I'd do one of my like stars, stars parlayed with stars, team total over two and a half, something. Because th- I think I like them more than the Islanders just, just as, as a hockey team in general. And they are coming back home after a two-winner on road trip, so maybe they'll have some uh, jump in their step there. So yeah, I, I'll probably bet the stars if I end up betting this game. Going on from eight o'clock down to ten o'clock, we got possibly the uh, the game of the night here: Vegas Golden Knights at the Edmonton Oilers. We got a good old fashioned pick 'em. Both are minus one ten. Over six and a half is minus one twenty. Under six and a half is plus one hundred. Um, I'm going with Vegas here. I got Vegas at minus one hundred five earlier. Uh, they have a much better expected goals four percentage so far this season. Overall, fifty six percent as opposed to the Oilers, 48%. Last 10 games, 55% opposed to the Edmontons, 44%. So I think Vegas, so far, they're 14-4, and 8-1 on the road. Edmonton's 9-8, and eight, they're 4-6 and six at home. That has to regret, regress sometimes, so it does give me some pause, but I think Vegas has been playing good hockey. They've been one of the best teams in, in the league, definitely in the Western Conference so far this season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with them here, just just gonna pick them, especially given Edmonton's uh, up and down nature as of late. Definitely the better team, Vegas. Uh, the the stats show it, like top five in the most important metrics. Uh, meanwhile, the Oilers are once again just the same old shit, uh, relying on McDavid and Drys to do all their heavy lifting. And this year, they you can add a third player to that. Stuart Skinner has been really good in that for them, uh, covering up bad defense. Um. So, yeah, we could have an interesting Calder War here with both rookie goaltenders going against each other, Logan Thompson and the aforementioned Stuart Skinner. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the the Knights here at only minus 110. Just the much better team based on the uh, early 15-game sample size or so. Um, yeah, and the Oilers, they're, 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 they struggle to play as a team. It's going to require... McDavid to do some heroics for them to win this game, which is possible. I mean, there's another uh, Hockey Night in Canada game, Saturday night, prime time. Uh, that's usually when he does his best work. So that that's a bit of a concern. But uh, Knights just a much better team altogether. Jack Eichel is having a hell of a bounce back here. So uh, Knights at minus 110, I think, is uh, the right side. Right. Uh, I just wanna, I'm trying to find the uh, goal leaders right now to see how – far ahead. McDavid's at 15. Bo Horvat's at 14. Sveshnikov, Tage Thompson, 12. Jason Robertson, 11. I'm just trying to think who might catch McDavid as long as McDavid stays healthy because he's still like plus 200, plus 250, I think, to win the Rocket Richard, which which seems kind of crazy. I don't know if that's just factoring a potential injury or what it is, but he's on an absolute tear to start the season. So yeah, he could definitely score a goal or two and, and have them still lose. Yeah, uh, Pasternak, uh, what, what's his goal number at uh he's not up there he's at nine. Oh man he hasn't scored in a while i guess tied, tied for 16th yeah when i made my handicap i thought that marshan would be out for longer but the marshan <laughs> coming back uh means he gets more of the the action more of the passes uh so that sucks but uh Pasternak's still having a hell of a year and he's still live for that award as well as the heart if he um Continues his toward pace. Of course, a contract year for him. So, uh, yeah, look out for Pasta. He's uh, 
uh, one of the best players in the league. Yeah, and DeBrusque has uh, stepped up for Boston too after being the subject of of trade rumors or him and being frustrated a bit last season. Yeah, it's just they had to get rid of Bruce Casty. <laughs> All of a sudden, he <laughs> didn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. All right, another ten o'clock game here. We have the Los Angeles Kings at those Seattle Kraken. Uh, the Kraken are minus one thirty. Kings are plus one ten. Another over under at six. Over minus one hundred five. Under minus one fifteen. Uh, you riding with your Kraken again? Absolutely, fucking lutely, man. Crack, crack. Uh, Kings are right now in the in the city. I was like five minutes away from where they were playing earlier today. Um, yeah, the Kings got to go down to Seattle after this one. I don't even know who's playing in net right now. Do you happen to know that? <laughs> uh, I can I'm look not it sure up it really matters. I, I, I saw okay, Peterson's well, projected for tomorrow, so I would assume quick as in oh, net. Okay. Right? Quick as in net right now, yeah. All right, I love the cracking even more here. At minus one thirty, uh, Martin Jones has turned into a decent goaltender, and Peterson is—he's is, kind of struggled he, for a bit there. He overtook uh, Jonathan Quick and Net for the Kings, but he's—he's um, he's not the same goalie anymore. Uh, Quick has retaken that net, um, but the, yeah, the Kraken is the the better team here with the Kings on a back-to-back. I expect the Kraken to um, improve their win streak to two games after beating the Rangers the other night. Um. Yeah. Just uh, this line would go up. Uh, first of all, because it's a cracking game, all the nerds we've betting them making that line move, and second of all, the Kings are on a back-to-back. So, yeah, just uh, cracking all the way here. Let's go. Yeah, I, I got the cracking at minus one twenty-two because I knew, knew the line would move. Still minus one thirty. I take them even up to minus one forty, maybe even a little bit higher. Yeah, cracking or. It's a back-to-back for the Kings. You said Cal Peterson has not been great this season. Uh, save percentage, 878. Martin Jones is somehow playing well in save percentage, 912. So yeah, Kraken here at home. Uh, Kings on the road in a back-to-back. It's, it's not a good spot for them. So I, I think Seattle kind of keeps rolling here. And I also do like the under. Uh, both teams are in the top eight, I believe, in expected goals against per 60. You got Kings fourth best, 2.29. Kraken 2.42, eighth best, so should be a, a low-scoring game. Uh, Seattle has played six straight unders. Uh, Kings have gone under in, in quite a few of their past past games as well. So I would lean to the under six, minus 115. I would probably play that, but I'll, I'll, I already bet the Kraken on minus 122. I'd probably bet them up to minus 130, at least minus 140. One more thing. That's the, that's the third aspect of why the line will move, because Quick's playing tonight, so obviously Peterson will 95% of the time be playing tomorrow night. So the line will move just based on that fact alone. Like um, it's, it's weird how these, these books <laughs> create these opening lines. Uh, they're not really accounting for all these aspects. It's a bit like the um, in the NFL right now, there's the Saints-Rams game on Sunday. The uh, I think the Saints were like minus 4.5 or something like that, even though it was known that Stafford would come to play. I mean, and now now we're seeing the line drop, but I don't know why the line was that high to begin with when people know that Matt Stafford is going to play. It's the same thing here. We know that Cal Peterson is going to play tomorrow and that the line will move. So uh, it, it's 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 uh, obvious you got to bet him now. So just uh, pay attention to these kinds of things and you'll get the best of the number more often than not. Yeah, yeah. Qu- quick sidebar on that now. Yeah, I think it's because most casual gamblers just look at the line on Saturday night or Sunday and be like, oh, let me let me bet this now. Most most gamblers don't want to have their money tied up all 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 week. And also like today with there only being one hockey game, I was like, OK, when I would normally 
early afternoon, late afternoon, when I would normally look at that night's games, I started looking at Saturday's games and I got a bunch of lines that have already moved 10, 20 cents in some spots. And that's something we talked about before is, is looking ahead to the next day's games to, to get those lines that you know, or you think are going to move and get that value. And that's something that sometimes makes the difference between a team being a good bet or a team being a bad bet. Cause you can think a team is going to win, but you're not going to bet them at minus 150, but you're better at minus 120 or minus 130. Absolutely. The, the price denotes a probability, which, uh, We'll 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 get into that in another episode here. I got another Professor Myers segment coming up on that. Uh, just a little sneak peek there, I guess. Just uh, yeah, just be mindful of the price because uh, you don't want to be paying minus one fifty when you can get it for minus one thirty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, we got the uh, last game on the docket here, ten thirty, the DGN special at the New York Rangers at the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Rangers are minus one fifty five. Sharks are plus one thirty five. Over under at six minus over is minus one fifteen under is minus one oh five. Um, I'll throw it to you to close it out. You got a uh, play on this game? Yeah, it's <laughs> the Rangers uh, are not going <laughs> to get cheaper than this uh, minus one fifty five. I mean, I bet them better number than this. I don't even remember what it was now, but it doesn't matter. Minus one fifty five is still great against the Sharks team that are, uh, yeah, they're just being driven by Eric Carlson's renaissance season. And um, uh, steady goaltending, I guess you could say, from James Reimer. He's been average, but I guess that's all you need when um, you got uh, very low expectations. But, uh, yeah, the Rangers are still the better team here. A bit, bit unfortunate to lose the Kraken here. I thought that they were in that game. Very close one. Just uh, unlucky to lose an OT. But, um, yeah, coming in here, they're they're playing a much worse Sharks team. I think that they should cruise. Minus 155, I think, is, is cheap for the Rangers. Just uh, the much better team here. And Shostak is playing a lot better lately, so that's encouraging for them as well. Yeah, I bet Rangers minus 155 earlier. I thought it would move. It's still there. So if it's still there when you listen to this, make sure you uh, go grab that because the Sharks are, are not good. Uh, it's shocking to me the Sharks have uh, expected goals for over 50%. Uh, Rangers, though, are top five, 54%. Just a better team, better goalie, even if... Maybe not even if Halak starts, but it's not a back-to-back for them. So Shesterkin should get the nod there. James Reimer has been fine, save percentage 899. But yeah, the Sharks are not a good team. They had had three good uh, road wins there. Good, make feel good about themselves. But coming back home now, they got beat by Detroit, and now the Rangers are coming in off that loss in Seattle in overtime. So they're going to want to take advantage. So I'm I'm on the Rangers minus 155. All right. Do you have any takes on the uh, the totals moving so far? Because I think early in the season we saw a bunch of six and a halfs and sevens, and now we're seeing probably half the board here being on sixes and and six and a half being under under being favored a little bit. So do you think this is just the the market adjusting to the league so far? Yeah, I mean uh, it's been faster this year, that's for sure. The um, last year we saw the the totals mean. Uh, I think it was like a 55, 60% over rate. And yet the, the books kept, still kept putting out those five and a halfs this year. It's been very quick to adjust. Uh, we saw five and a halfs all the time in the first week, but after that, it, it's been all sixes, six and a half, even the sevens there with the, the Oilers and blue jackets and sentence games. And yeah, but I think that this is just a, a lower scoring slate. I would say just the, the matchups here, um, that's why you're seeing a lot of sixes. I think that the market is uh, catching up there. 
but um yeah, I'm still gonna go over because the salami's still cashing, boys. The salami we're eating meat most nights, uh, <laughs> even though um, there's some lower scoring games and the market is going up. But these seven total sometimes, the salami gets there because we have fucking wild shootouts like the the seven four games and um, yeah, the Stars Panthers game Thursday night was awesome. The the Pens Wild went over significantly. Uh, what else was there? There was the, the Habs, Blue Jackets, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just there, you just need a few games to go wild, and, and then you're going to get there, because uh, we don't really see the 2-1 games anymore that uh, we got accustomed to a few years ago. So it's a scores league right now, and the goaltending is shite. So, yeah, that means a lot of overs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the market's correcting itself a little bit here. Um, we are getting a few lower scoring games, but in the end, I think that the overs are are, are still uh, worth playing as a whole, especially if you get a five and a half. Like if you, like five and a half is the new five. Back mm-hmm. in the day, if if there was a five, you just play it because the five is an automatic value. You know, the five is like the uh, it's a very key number. Um, you're likely to push it if 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 you don't win it. So uh, five and a half is kind of like that now, just because um, of how rare it is. Like look at all these, these games are all six and six and a half. Uh, but if there's a five and a half, I'm going to bet it because this is the new NHL was like fucking a penalty every few minutes, like over the, the most senseless, uh, dumb shit. So, uh, yeah, more penalties, more goals. That's just the new NHL. It's 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 kind of like the NFL a couple of years ago with all the pass interference flags and all that shit. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. But, yeah, I think that the, the, the market is efficient and it'll, it'll catch up. But uh, for now, I think that there, there's still more value in overs than unders we got to pick your spots too of course uh you can't just blindly bet overs um like moon off moon manji <laughs> yeah he hasn't shown up too much in the hockey channel recently hopefully we can uh get him in there but yeah so far this season according to uh covers.com there's been 125 overs and 131 under so 48.8 percent over 51.2 percent under do you have any just general- no but uh, a key thing to note is that the, the that that's based on the closing line. So if you bet these oh, early, okay. the line yeah. the number goes up. So it, it's different. Like the six might go to six and a half, or the five and a half will go to six. That kind of thing. I, I, this is that, that's not noted here, but that 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 does make sense. Um, one more thing. If if I, I bet there's a lot of betters out there that don't like taking the six because it could be a push. Would you recommend? Obviously, it's a case by case, game by game basis. But would you recommend taking five and a half, a little bit juiced, or get over six and a half at plus money. Uh, personally, I'd probably take the over six and a half just because you can get that three, three game going into overtime and that guarantees the the over to hit, but also like over five, over five and a half. If you maybe do a round robin or a parlay or even just a single, like you can get a, like a four, two win or, or something like that. I got a tool for you. It's the unabated betting calculator. You can compare the lines and it'll tell you exactly which, Price gives you more expected value. So let's say you you're comparing a, a six. I'm just uh, keying this up here. I don't have an offhand. Let's say a six at at uh, minus one twenty. Uh, fuck, I'm fucking that up. Let's do it uh, minus one twenty. If anyone's still listening, that they're, they're a true diehard, so you can yeah, you can take all the time. Talking. Need. Let's keep talking. Yeah, I mean because. Because I think you said you said five's a key number because that's if you get it over five that that's three two even if it's an overtime game two two you're at least going to push but like there's been a lot of a lot of games where you know you you take the over six and a half you're like okay it's three three going into overtime I, I know it's a win so I think 
I mean, six is a is a number that that's kind of weird because it, it's going to be four two five one. Like I, I think whatever three two. You know, it's going to be going to be going to be a close game, and I think people definitely tend to take the take the plus odds rather than paying the juice. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously five is no longer um, available. I don't think it'll be it'll be a while before we see those show up again. Um, but let's see. They uh, okay. So if you bet the over six at minus one twenty five, compared to over six and a half at plus one hundred, the the six at minus one twenty five is better. Like just uh, use unabated dot com made by uh, Rufus Peabody, uh, renowned NFL golf professional better. Um, uh, he he makes a nice tool for you there. So uh, minus one thirty uh, at six is is better than than or minus one twenty five is better than six and a half plus one hundred. But once you get up to minus one thirty for a six, then the six and a half at plus one hundred is the better line. So it's just about probabilities. Um, and I'm gonna trust that they these guys know what they're doing because I didn't do this manually. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's you just uh, you, you put it in the calculator and it'll tell you which one to bet. Uh, I don't I don't I don't give a fuck if I push or or if I win or whatever. I just want the better line, and uh, that's what this this uh, calculator will do for you. Yeah, I just put up I just put up the calculator here. Uh, I clicked on Teach Me, and a, a video started auto playing, so that was kind of uh, alarming. But yeah, there's spread, there's total for for every sport here, so that's definitely going to be something I I check out. So yeah, that that's that was a good uh good little segment there at the, at the end of the show. Yeah, they should fucking sponsor us now. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, have to have to reach out and see. <laughs> right, yeah, we got we got fifteen free games. ad read. <laughs> that was a that was a free ad read there by, by Joel. So so yeah. There we got we got 15 games on Saturday. I think we got a, a bunch of games on, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday next week as well, with the uh American Thanksgiving on Thursday, which is very uh on topic with your gobble gobble earlier with the gobbling up those early lines. So yeah, we'll be back sometime uh this week. We got 10 games Monday, 15 games Wednesday for the uh Thanksgiving Eve, and then Black Friday we got 14 games. So we'll have plenty of stuff. Coming out here this this following week, also with Joel having more time off. Hopefully, we'll have just more some some uh, Professor Joel uh, centric episodes. I was thinking maybe we could do like a, a power rankings, top five or ten teams right now, uh, rather than like looking ahead. So yeah, we'll do a lot of fun stuff. If you guys uh, have any ideas, make sure you reach out to us in the Discord sg.pn/discord in the Hockey Channel, or uh, reach out to us on Twitter at hockey sgpn. Uh yeah, you got anything else before we wrap up here? No nah, man, I'm good. You ready Let's get to, to the uh, Canucks game? Ready, ready, uh, Canucks. Uh, can I can I spoil it? I'm assuming you're following. I think I think it's one nothing. Last I saw. Well, nothing. Elias Pettersson scored. Uh, Kings are outscoring, outshooting oh, them fifteen nine though. I saw the, it went off the board. Oh, Canucks power play. Uh, okay. Oh, because right. yeah, because you watched the uh the line. I just watched there. the fucking line of odds. All right, we got uh, uh, no new reviews here, so uh, nothing for me to read here. But So, yeah, uh, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter if it's still uh, active, at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and if I'm apologizing for my lack of vil and zest in this one, I am exhausted. I'm going to pass out right after the Canucks win this game against the damn Kings. You're always zesty. Dude.